It seems to me there are two kinds of kids walking in this building. Stoop kids, corner kids. Excuse me? No, stoop kids. They're the ones that stay on the front steps when the parents tell them. The others go down to the corners. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to episode 58 of the Stoop Kids Podcast. I am your co-host, your boy Ralphie. You're kicking it with Kai. And it's Mark Twain. <laughs> and this is going to be a one-stop pod for movies, TV, music, video games, and all things in, out, and around the universe. Yes, sir. It was good. I, I couldn't make 58 sound cool. Like, that was just an awkward number to say. It is. 58. 58. 58. I got five eights. Five, I guess. Two away from 60, baby. This is true. Crazy. This is true. This is true. How's everybody's weekend, man? Pretty good. Yeah. Thing. I, do? I didn't do anything. I didn't do shit either. Yeah, I don't now I'm thinking about it. I didn't do a damn. We, we hung out. Did we? On Sunday. Oh, yeah, we did hang out on Sunday. We ran celebrities in the list from C to S. That was a vet. Yes, that was very good. Yes. That was very fun. I like that we made that like a whole day thing. Yeah, we could we could save that for uh, the main topic. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. definitely going to be a main topic one day. Um, but yeah, we went to the Rex. Kind of. Not really. Oh, yeah. Tried yeah. to. See, I was about to say, what's the Rex? Because you always call it Rex yeah, Burger. So I'm like, what is he talking about? I'm like, what's the Rex? Rex? Yeah. yeah. You always call it Rex I Burger. think I alternate every once in a while. All right, ready to get into Word in the Street? Yeah, let's get to it. All right. Star-Lord, or Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. is officially coming to Thor 4 or Thor Love and Thunder. Thunder. How do you feel about this casting? I think, it, I think it was kind of inevitable. I mean, the way that they left things in Endgame, I was like, I was so excited because I thought the next movie was going to be as Guardians of the Galaxy. I wasn't expecting a Thor 4. Mm-hmm. I was expecting Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with Thor. Yeah. Which I think is the better idea, but whatever. But it only makes sense that Star-Lord's going to be in it. I actually can't see a reason why the all of the Guardians aren't in it. You know what I mean? It's like, why not? They are all contractually obligated to be in fucking movies anyway. You have them. You have the money. Throw them all in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to explain why Star-Lord is just by himself. Unless they... Go- it looks like they're going to do another buddy cop thing, like how they paired up him and Hulk in Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. So it might be something where they get separated from the Guardians, or he's doing, maybe he's helping him get thin again. I don't know. Yeah. Is he going to be fat? I think I think he's going to be fat. Thor? Yeah. No, nah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I hope, yeah, I hope not too, man. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of fat Thor. I thought it was, I thought it was funny, but I think it's a one. Not uh, for the whole movie. Yeah, I think it was a, I, th- I, th- I thought it was a one movie gag. Like, don't yeah. keep that consistent throughout mm-hmm. the universe. Like, or he gets slimmer every movie. Like, I don't want to see his weight loss journey. <laughs> his weight loss journey? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> you don't want to see Thor and Jenny Craig? No, I do not want to see Thor and Jenny Craig. Uh, I mean, for me, um, I'm really excited um, about it. I, I like Thor, too. Thor is my favorite superhero out of the MCU universe. Yeah? Yeah. Um, just the whole God of Lightning, you know. The Thunder. Whole, I'm sorry. Lightning, Thunder. I don't give a fuck. It's all electrons. Um, such a smart ass. <laughs> but no, nah, I'm, I'm like I said, Thor is my favorite character in the, in the universe, so I was really excited. Um, the whole partnership with the Guardians of the Galaxy, I thought that was cool. It just added more spice, you know, to his yeah. flavor. Um, I'm interested. So the whole cast has been revealed. Like we know for certain that the Guardians are not in this. Um, no, we don't know for sure. So they could okay. we they could end up being in this movie, which is what I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for that too. Let, let it be like it. It doesn't even have to be at the point where you know just after um in game it could be you know they've been traveling for a little bit yeah so you know i think that would help with the whole weight loss thing if they're traveling a little bit and it's like a, a couple of months pass and you see thor you know back to shit but um i'm excited for it man i love space and like i said i love thor so yeah because you know what i think is gonna happen i think it's gonna be the opening like 
him and Thor are gonna be on some like crazy adventure or some shit. Uh, yeah. And and Thor and uh, Star Lord's gonna be like, you know what? I I can't take this with you. I've almost died sixteen times since you've been with us, and like just drops Thor off somewhere. <laughs> and then that's when and that's when the movie really begins. Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah, I, I can see that too. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens, man. I'm excited for it too. Yeah. Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. It's been official that he will not be CGI'd into Black Panther two. Is anybody surprised by this? Um, I'm happy. No. I'm happy. Yeah, happy. for sure, for sure. But I, I just feel like after, I don't want to say backlash, but like the thing with Leia just didn't work out yeah. in Star Wars. Wait, so, they, wait, they CGI Leia. They CGI, yeah, they CGI Leia. What? And Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that, that's the that's the second one. The third one. The third one. When they CGI Leia, she's in a couple scenes before they kill her off. Basically. Because that actress actually passed away. Yeah, because yes, Carrie Fisher passed away. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that was CGI. Really? It felt forced to me. Yeah, it was weird. Even, it was weird. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I, got, yeah, I going, didn't pay attention to it. Going back to Chadwick Boseman, I'm happy that they're not going to do it. But that yeah. also, not am interested to see just what they do with the character. Like I, like I said, man, it, it's, it was, the, the loss of Chadwick Boseman was so unfortunate. Um, I personally would I, in his honor i wouldn't do a black panther too i would take those characters and put them in other mo- in other marvel movies you, that's what you have the freedom of doing and as far as you know short like shuri becoming black panther or something else like that i think you do that but like she be she shows up in the next avengers movie or something like that because like that whole black panther arc was of him be- learning to be a king and a leader and being this hero for them to now have to say like he died you know, what I, mean? yeah. I think I would I would much like it if you know we hear in some dialogue that you know he's deciding to run Wakanda just as the king and you know he's just out there and Shuri is and he gives the he gives the mantle of Black Panther to Shuri and she's just running around and she can be in any other movie or whatever. It's, it's just I mean yeah that and also um, didn't Michael B did didn't he destroy all the um, all the Black Panther juice the heart filled herbs yeah yeah he did. Um, so it's just it's just like how are they gonna get out of this one? Vibranium. She'll find a way to regrow him. She's a genius. They'll do that. Yeah, they'll do that. They'll do that. Yeah. Um, it makes sense though. I mean, she'll, she's gonna obviously find a way to yeah, 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 yeah. make it work. Yeah, they'll they'll science it. None of the science in this universe makes sense anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but I, I am glad that they're not CGIing anybody. It's, yeah, no, just, let, let, know, let it be. Yeah, let, let the king rest in peace. Absolutely. Uh, Michael B. Jordan might direct Creed three. How do you guys feel about that? Uh, I mean, honest with you, I, I, I don't really care for Creed 3. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. Be, I didn't even see the first one. The first one's good. The first one's really good. Now, yeah. I know it's good, but... So, I feel like now I could probably see it on Hulu or something. That's what's Creed 2 on Hulu. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't care. I, I have it on DVD if you want to be honest. No, nah, it's all right. I, I'll pirate it before I get the DVD. <laughs> That's great. But, um, That's just great. But, I, I mean, personally, I haven't really... Seeing Michael B. direct anything or heard that him directing anything, I don't think he ever has. So I, I don't really care. Mm. But um, I mean, yo, black man doing his thing, man. I I can't knock it. It's I, true. I think him directing a Creed movie would probably be the easiest thing for him to do. Like just for just because it's a it's a universe he's lived in already. He's mm-hmm. seen two people direct it, and he kind of knows more about the character than anything. I think it won't be the hardest job for him. So he's work. acting and directing. Yeah, he would probably. Yeah, he would be acting. Right. In so after he knocks somebody out, he's behind the camera. Like, okay, um, let me see cut. that. All right, yeah, <laughs> I've always thought acting and directing at the same time has always been a weird thing because it's literally like you're literally the actor, and then you go, "Yo, cut!" All right, hold on, let me see that. Let me see what and, I did. And then you walk around like, "Nah, I didn't like that. Let me do that again." Facts. Yeah, it is weird. weird. Yeah, it is weird. 
Um, but I mean, like I said, it sounds like it will probably be the easiest directing job for a future film. Maybe they wasn't trying to pay somebody. I think so too. Um, and those movies don't really require like a huge, huge budget. Yeah. You, you sign that partnership with HBO, they'll fucking fork over enough sponsorship money. Thanks. Mm-hmm. All you need is two gyms. Yeah. <laughs> you need the workout gym. You need the, 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 the fight gym. Facts. But like, like you said, who, who who the fuck is he gonna? He already fought Ivan Drago's son. Right. He already fought uh, what's the dude Rick, Ricky Connellan in the first movie? Like, who's he gonna fight? Uh, Clubber Lang's son. Yeah, I guess why not? I'm, I don't want to see him fight anymore, anybody else's child. <laughs> like, yeah, nah. Plus, I don't want to see Rocky die in a movie either because you would have to throw that into Creed Three. Yeah, you can't. Why? Because he has cancer or something. Yeah, you can't kill him after he's about cancer. To me, that's a, that's that's a fucking Debbie Downer movie. Oh, I feel like, why, but why why would Sylvester Stallone come back to the franchise? Like, I just yeah, I just don't I don't agree with part three anyway. Like, I just yeah. leave it at two. Two wasn't even all that. Oh. I thought two was a good place to end everything. Yeah, just like, leave it alone. He hold, he holds on to the title. He re, he re, got retribution for his dad mm-hmm. or whatever. Because I still thought that was, your dad killed my dad, so I have to hate you. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> but whatever. Um. In other, in other news, that other the dude that directed it is actually directing a Transformers movie, which they're I'm, actually gonna do another Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. Which I'm uh, actually excited at anybody directing a Transformers movie that's not Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. <laughs> <laughs> not because I, I haven't seen it, but I I've heard very good things about Bumblebee. Like I actually need to check it out. Shia LaBeouf in it? No. Damn. I do like Shia LaBeouf. In yeah, that's my guy. But they might put some nudie jeans in it, so you know. Nah, it's that that was Shaw's thing. That was, that was it wasn't it wasn't director's call. Uh, he didn't say yo put on these nudie jeans. No, he re- no because Shia Buff is really big on sustainability. That's why he likes nudie jeans. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know it's sustainable jeans. Yeah, bro, nudie nudie. Um, what? Just last year, nudie the the company in itself. I think they saved about one hundred and fifty thousand tons of water globally. Oh. Because of the whole um the whole way they process their jeans, they use organic cotton, and they have this um. Kind of like um, refurbish policy where you do trading your jeans for thirty percent off your next jeans and clean it up. They oh. stitch them up and I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say some shit like they save like thirty two thousand jean trees because they didn't cut. Them no, no, trees. no. This is real shit, bro. The amount no, of no, water, I believe, I believe the, the amount of water is equal to I think two times the height of the Empire State Building. A few, yeah. That they say, yeah, man, we're not fly for no reason. It's stupid. Yeah, I just pay eight hundred dollars for jeans. Nah, two. No, most most ever three seventy five. But I got the discount now. I got the employee discount. I am so good with my Levi's, sir. Lit. Shit, it's nice and comfortable. <laughs> them, niggas, them niggas out here underpaying a unemployed oh, employees Levi's? in Mexico. Oh, 100%. Yeah. They doing niggas dirty over in San Francisco. Sweatshops going crazy. Mister, what's, the, what's, his, what's his name? Strauss? <laughs> <laughs> my man Strauss out here violating. <laughs> Yo, Nudie, holla at us. We, we need partnership, man. I, ro- I rock some Nudie jeans. I'm just not paying to enough for them. No, we got you, bro. Pull up. Nah, I got you. I'll get one. I'll get you know what? I'll get one pair. No, one pair. You're I'll gonna fall in love. Not right, copy. <laughs> Crazy. Right, what's next? Sweatpants. Last but not least, Mandalorian episode three came out. Yes. Uh Malik, how'd mm-hmm. you feel about it? Uh this was the best episode of the season so far. Mm. And actually one of the best episodes that we've had, like in the in the show's run. This was this was cool. It pushed the it pushed the uh the story forward. It had really cool action. It gave us more Mandalorians. Um and it gave us something to look forward to. Like when he said, when she said, "You're gonna want to find Ahsoka Tano," I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, because yeah. that means we're gonna get we're gonna get Jedi's. Um, so I'm yes. This this episode did everything that it needed to do, and also it was short. My my issue with the last episode and the episode before that I was like they're needlessly long because they're 
he doesn't do anything except travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but the one with the most action is the shortest. Yeah, and the one that did the most and got the most done as far as the story was actually the shortest episode. And I and I liked it. I liked it that it got in, did what it had to do, and then got out. And it had some cool some cool cameos. I like that actor, the one that plays the Imperial Guard. Okay. Um, just that just the Mandalorians infiltrating the uh, the Imperial ship and just murdering everybody. I was like, oh my god, this is fucking dark. But then that ill ass moment when they're in the elevator. And they lock him inside the cargo door. And he's like, yo, where are they right now? It's like, in the cargo... In the, we have them locked in the cargo in the cargo hold. It's like, wait, you have them locked where? We have them locked and then they open up the shoot. door and they shoot all the dudes out? Yeah. This, this shit was dope. I really liked this episode. That was definitely dope. Um, did you ever... Have you ever seen Star Wars Rebels? I have, I've seen a little bit of it. Like, I've seen, like, maybe, like, minutes of it. I haven't... Sat, I never sat down and watched an episode. So I know that... I, I don't remember the, the, the girl's name, but she's on that show. Yes. Like, she, she's... Uh, I think she was the actual... Yeah, the uh, voice. voice actress. Yeah. And then the, uh, she played the actual actress. Um, as far as the episode was concerned, I liked it. Yeah. I didn't think it was the best of the series. Mm-hmm. I'd have to really sit and think about it, but um, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. It was a different type of planet, which I was happy to see. A fishing planet. Yeah, a fishing planet. That was cool. It's world's different, gr- though. Hey, world's listen. greatest catch. World's greatest... It, it was different. No, well, you know what it reminds remind me of that planet where um, where they go in last... Not last year. Return of the... Fucking um, Rise of Skywalker, mm. where she's fighting him on the Death Star again. It kind of looked like that, where it's always raining. It did. It, it did look like, like that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it did. Um, yeah, well, I, I like this episode, and I, I, I don't know if uh, uh, Ahsoka Tano is going to be in the next episode. I feel like she's going to be in like four episodes away. Yeah, like yeah. maybe like two or three episodes away. I think she's going to be season finale thing type. I hope not, man. Yeah. If, if they're but then smart- again, like you gotta pay Rosario Dawson a decent amount of change. You do. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I, I gotta say, like if you see the side by side between what her character looks like in the animated and then in real, it's cool because she looks just like the continuity's there. They they modeled the uh, yeah yeah and and that's after like, her yeah, yeah and but a lot of times with voice actors and actresses they don't do that so that was really cool and I wonder I'm very curious if they always had a plan to do that like hey we're gonna cast these people. Mm-hmm. Like to make sure that they look how they look in the show, so when we translate it over, they can just come in the universe, right? Which is which is cool. Yeah, man. But I, I'm I mean uh, I'm excited for the next couple episodes, man. For real. Yeah. Uh, you think we're getting Obi Wan at some point in this show? Nah. Never in never in this show. Uh. Not this season. Nah. How, how could you? It's uh, after Return of the Jedi. He's dead. Oh, this. Re- you're right. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, I was like, oh. I was. I'm thinking. This I was is, about to say, I'm like, they're not going back in the past. Bro. No, no, because I'm thinking this is in between. Uh, the old, the prequels in the original. Trilogy. Okay, no, okay, you're you're, okay. you're very right. Thank you, sir. But um, yeah, I, I didn't get to see the episode. What is it comes out on Sundays? Fridays. Fridays. Oh no, yeah, I, I didn't get to see the episode yet. So um, he ended up delivering the the lizard lady. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. and most of most of her eggs. Most of her eggs. Yeah. <laughs> what are left? I'm, I'm gonna check it out. I thought she was gonna catch him eating one. Yeah, I thought, I thought yeah. so too. I thought so like too. Like when when they finally got. I thought there. that was gonna be it. Like uh. <laughs> hey, baby Yoda's my guy. He can do whatever he need to do. He hungry, he hungry. Include uh, genocide. That's fine. <laughs> Fraud genocide. Out here killing, developing embryos. That's why I felt bad when like he was playing with. I'm like, yo, you li- you literally murdered his brothers and sisters. You playing with him now? The little tap hole. <laughs> Don't matter, man. Baby Yoda, get away whatever you want. Nah, but y'all ready for the main topic of the week? Yeah, let's get to it, man. All right. Um, actually, Kai, I'm gonna let you introduce this one. All right, man. You know. I figured it was time to have some fun, really getting deep with some uh, some movie theories, some movie fan theories. A lot of, there's been a lot of movies in history, and some things that you know the audience is 
had fun with and allowed, you know, to come up, come to their own conclusions with a lot of things left vague, you know, think questions without answers. And we're going to come up with some of our own. Um, these are 10 very popular film theories, and I want to go through each of them. So we're going to start with number one, Finding Nemo, 2003, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 2003. All right. So there is a rumor that Nemo, is his son, is not real. I mean, Marlon's son Nemo is not real. He is in a figment of his imagination as a way to cope with him losing his wife and kids. Why? Because Nemo in Latin means nobody. So finding nobody. Do, so do we buy that? I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna call bullshit on this one, mm-hmm. and the reason being like, what is, what or who is he looking for throughout the movie? Then I agree. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, it's it's an it's interesting, but I don't think it, I don't think it tracks well just because there's nothing really there that helps him cope with his loss. Mm-hmm. Like there's no real le- the only lesson he, he gets at the end is to not be as on top of his son. Yeah. But to me, there's nothing else that's like, all right, there's no lesson about letting go and moving on with your life. It's more about, no, you, you can be there for somebody without being on top of them. I think that's the life lesson. Right. And and then not only that, but other characters like Acknowledge are talking him. to Nemo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I, I don't know about this theory. I, I'm going to call bullshit on it. I, he's, he, he exists. And, and I think I think as far as the... And he's in a whole sequel. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, I think as far as Nemo goes, like the name, I think they put that shit in a word generator and was just like, oh, this sounds the catchiest and it tests well audiences. Mm-hmm. They're not going to put Finding Sheldon on a movie poster. Sheldon would have been cool though. Finding Sheldon. That, I would, that, I would, that, I would not cool. have seen that shit. Nah, Nemo goes well with a clownfish. You ever see a... It does. What's, what's the other joint? Uh, Losing Isaiah with Holly Berry? That just sounds like the worst. When, when she gets her son taken <laughs> Urban film in the world, son. <laughs> Losing Isaiah, like, that oh was, my that was, God. <laughs> that's, that's what this movie's based upon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then she has to get him back. Yeah. So we all call bullshit on this one? Yeah, yeah I'm going to call bullshit on this one. My man. Next one? Yes, sir. All right. This is a very, very popular theory, which I think tracks a lot better. Mm-hmm. The Dark Knight. The Joker's a war veteran. His experience with explosives as well as hand-to-hand combat suggests that he may be a war veteran, maybe possibly a Marine, suffering from PTSD. It also explains why he brings up that line about a truck of soldiers being blown up and nobody caring to Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. I like this theory. I think this is the. I think this is probably one of the coolest movie theories. And I agree. Yeah, I like this theory a lot. Um, it makes sense. He knows, and you know, especially when he uses the bazooka. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. He knows how to reload it, how to shoot it, and I'm like, um, when he even when he uh he turn when he's dressed up as the uh, as the serviceman at the funeral, and he turns and he accidentally shoots Gordon instead of the mayor. Mm-hmm. He's he has pinpoint accuracy. Yes. Um, and just his whole his whole you know basis on like order, like because the military is very based on like order, discipline. Mm-hmm. So of course, like if his military in the in the structures that were put in place to con- to protect him and his country failed him. Of course he would turn to chaos. It's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, he embodies everything that's the opposite of what, like, a military man is. Which is fucking crazy. Right. Also, he doesn't care about money. Like, he doesn't care about any of that shit. So, I, I, I definitely like this theory. And he knows how to strategize. Yeah. Say what you want. He, he could say all he wants that... He's lying. Yeah, he, he has a plan. Yeah. And it's a very well thought out plan that even outsmarts Batman and Commissioner Gordon all that stuff. Yeah. So uh, I, I I agree with this. I, I think he ha- is a war veteran that ha- is suffering from PTSD for sure. Yeah, and it, and then even like scenes where he's um 
where they're supposed to be interrogating him. He's in, like in the Batman interrogation scene. He's interrogating Batman. Like he's flipping it like as if he's done this with prisoners before and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this 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 is one of those really really good theories. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. How about you, G? Um, I agree with y'all. I mean, for the fact that you know, I feel like the way he does play Batman and Harvey Dent and even um. Commissioner Gordon, you know, he knows these are men of law. You know, these men have principles. So mm-hmm. he's pushing every envelope where I really want to push them to really see, you know, their ethical side and really see where they stand, especially with the whole, um, at the end where, you know, he said, here's the bomb. You guys can either blow up the convicts or you can blow up the regular people. Yeah. You know, little stuff like that. Even testing Batman, see if you could save Harvey or you could save your shorty. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. So um, I, I agree because, um, you know, he was probably a man that, you know, his his morals and his ethics was tested, creating him to the person he is now. And like you said, you know, the way he's, you know, especially that whole shooting scene where he does shoot the um, mayor. Wait, he shoots, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he really was like a freaking soldier. Like, yeah. he really... He's dressed up as a soldier. Yeah, like, in just the way he's moving and his mannerism. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with it 100%. And I think it would be... And I think him being a soldier would also track because that explains why he wears makeup. Like, if you had a soldier that went through something and was dishonorably discharged or discharged or whatever, if someone sees him, they could be like, yo, this is... That was Lieutenant Grade, da-da-da, United yeah. States military. Like, yeah. he has the, the paint on and all that is like, we don't know who this guy is. Right. So... Yeah, could also yeah. explain the scars, too. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, another theory I heard about this movie too is that the Joker's actually a billionaire. I saw that. Yeah, I've seen that theory. As how well. I feel about that, and it makes sense because like, how do you keep all these guys on the payroll? One, yeah. and two, like, how do you get all these firearms? Yeah, just weapons. Yeah, well, just in general, bombs well, and everything. Yeah, I don't know if you've the ever truck. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the watch the uh, the the YouTube channel Film Theory. They have yeah. they have a they have a theory that when he slides down that giant pyramid of money, that's actually a billion dollars in cash. Okay. Which would make sense after you do all the measurements and shit. It, it could be, yeah, but it but it only makes sense. Um, that that was everybody's money, right? Yeah, that, that was. Yeah. yeah, and if you if you were to pool all of the mob's money, it could equate to a billion dollars. Yes, you know, I between every single family, because there's like what there was like eight thirty mobsters or whatever. Yeah, it was a lot yeah, you could have been. That that could have been a billion dollars. Yeah, because I th- I think a million dollars is only like a small little briefcase. So yeah. you have yeah. all that money. To- look, man, there's some look. There's some fucking theories out there that say like the Joker is actually like. A good guy and sacri- and like made all these sacrifices for the all right. made all these sacrifices so, for the good of Gotham because look what he did like look what he did he, though. he took out like he te- he technically took out the mob at the sacrifice of one man at the sacrifice of you know one district attorney you feel me he killed a couple people he did he did more yeah, than yeah, one district yeah. hey I said but they were extras and the mayor hey I said the greater good the mayor deserved it though and Bro. and kind of showing that there is no good and evil there's just chaos yeah and he said it's fair. You said it's all fair. But uh, we ready to move on to the next one? Yeah. yeah. All right, James Bond. This is, I think, one of the most popular film theories out there, mm-hmm. that James Bond is merely a code name. It's not his real name. Um, they give it to 007 agents. Um, that would explain why different actors come in and out the roles, but, you know, M stays the same. Q stays the same. Like, Money, Money, Money Penny stays the same. All these other people get recast except him. Um... It also explains why, as a fucking British secret agent, he gives out his 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 name so easily. Mm-hmm. He literally tells it to everyone. Airport, yeah. James Bond. Random it's, it's bitch, an alias. Random bitch at the bar, James Bond. Fucking guy he's sharing a sm- cigarette Bond. smoke with, James Bond. Like, he just be saying it and nobody asked him. Now, yeah, I, I definitely believe it because, like you said, it's just like if you're a secret agent, you know, you're not out here giving your name out willy-nilly. You know, you got to pass. Everybody has passed. Everybody has family. So, as a secret agent, you want to dissociate yourself from that. So, he has to have a code name. And, you know, like you said, it's 
it, it's, it's so like I feel like everybody's normalized with James Bond just switching actors just because you know James Bond has switched throughout the years and it's yeah. just like yo like at this point it's just like it's a new person it's a new Bond that's how I always looked at it it's just a coming of age like this Bond is getting older just like even with, with Daniel Craig like at the end like when Skyfall comes on when Skyfall comes it's like all right, you can tell he's obviously getting older and this is it like yeah. this is gonna be it so it's just like a new Bond has to just come into that transition and that, that I look, I didn't think that was a theory I thought that just what it was well skyfall was the first movie to disprove it because uh-huh. you go back to james bond's house and you see his parents graves and their last name is bond that's what i was gonna say i feel like this theory could apply to sean connery roger moore uh, uh pierce, pierce brosnan Bond's um it could apply to those bonds but as far as daniel craig is it concerned was a, it was a real reboot that's his real that's his that's his name yeah you know mm-hmm. you could see it on the uh, uh um, graves on the graves, on his obituary, like you wouldn't actually just put James Bond. I, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, so I, 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 it's it's halfway. I think it's makes sense for the first part of the James Bond movie, but once the reboot happens, that's his name. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is too, if I'm not mistaken, Blofeld mm-hmm. is dealt with in two different movies. And they're recasted too in the in the early Bond, like Sean Connery and Roger Moore dealt with two different Blofelds. Oh, maybe, so maybe Blofeld is a is, is, a code name. is another code name for the villains. Yeah, <laughs> and they all wear, uh, have white cats. Listen, man, I don't know about this theory. Uh, I like I, 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 li- I liked it, but it is easily disproven. But you know what? Like you 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 do look at like Desmond Noellen. Llewellyn who plays Q and he's he literally in the beginning of the movie he's a young guy mm-hmm. and by the world is not enough he's this old man yeah so it, it, I think I think it I think it is cool to think that like in universe like what you were saying like for those movies yes and then for the Daniel Craig it did it did uh, res- they did a hard reset like no this is James Bond the one and only mm-hmm. James Bond yeah Oh, I just wanted to throw some a sad fact about Des. I, this is what I, I never knew about him. So, because uh, I rewatched all the Pierce Brosnan Bonds, um, in the world is not enough. John Cleese comes in and he's Desmond Llewellyn's rep- like he's his understudy. Yeah, and he's going to replace him and become the new Q. But they don't say it like he's still Q in that movie. Mm-hmm. And he actually ended up dying like a few weeks after the movie came out. Yeah. So he would have been in Die Another. He would have been in Die Another Day probably in a cameo role. And that probably would have been... So, it was sad that that was his last... Like, him hinting at retiring, and then he actually ended up dying in a row. Um, well, if you remember how he went out in that movie, he kind of just gets lowered in, like, like some type of elevator. Yeah. I think that was... Um, like, that was supposed to be the last mm-hmm. we saw of Desmond Llewellyn in that movie. Yeah. I remember I remember watching that movie, like, when I was a kid, and my dad telling me, yeah, that guy died. I'm like, oh, man. And... And he, he and he died in a, in a car crash too. It wasn't yeah. like natural cause or anything. That right, was right, right. yeah. So I read that. And I was like, I said. Yeah, but I think either way, that was supposed to be like his last okay um uh, performance as cute quartermaster. Yeah. I actually just finished watching. I watched Skyfall. I think like this weekend, and then I watched Great movie. Yeah, and I watched. Yeah, I even watched Die Another Day. Like not too long. Like mm. last last week or something. I like all those movies, man. Like yes, Die Another Day is the worst of them, but it's still <laughs> it's still it still has so much like charm to it, like. I don't know. I'm just a James Bond fan, I guess. Nah, they're all like decent. I they're guess. decent movies. It's not like they're bad. Skyfall's great though. Skyfall. You can have great. fun with. You can have fun with even the bad ones. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can. You, you, can, can, you can have can. fun with the bad ones. Mm-hmm. You sound like watching Avatar. I don't ever want to talk about that ever again. <laughs> I feel like Die Another Day. 
Like if it was if it wasn't a James Bond movie, I think people would like it more. Yeah. Than if it was a James Bond movie. Yeah, if that was just some like like standalone movie. Yeah. But it's like the part even when he's surfing on a tidal wave and it's fucking ridiculous. The CGI is terrible. <laughs> like even the, like the music that's swelling up, like the music is still epic. <laughs> like Pierce Brosnan's dead ass. He's like this. And I'm just like yo, all right, fuck it. If y'all going for it, so I'll buy it. Like I'll buy it. Yeah, it has its quirks. Yeah. But but, it's funny, you know. And also Holly Berry. Like, she's fire. So, she right. is fire in that movie. Very fire. Jinx. Are right, you ready to move on? Yes. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. This is a Disney one. So, Aladdin. There is a theory that this movie is set during a post-apocalyptic future. That's why the, the genie is able to make so many pop culture references. Because Aladdin's actually in the future. And technology has withered away. The magic stands, but I think this kind of tracks. Agrabah, I, I I like this idea that maybe a post, maybe like a nuclear war happened or some shit, and like all of old civilization got pushed underground, like pushed beneath the sands, and Agrabah's the only uh, Arabic um, Arabian town left. I think that's cool. I could, I I I think it's no, I don't think it's far fetched. Like you said, all throughout the movie, Genie does have a bunch of pop culture. Because Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah, all over the Godfather, and then, and then it's like you think of Jafar, like like just just this one man, just like really having the whole town under his grips, and like really like I, I believe it because I, I definitely believe it because think about it, like what do they say? The man that lives the longest is the one that rewrites history. Yeah. So Jafar, this evil ass, powerful ass person. Is is just really controlling everybody? Yeah, you know, like you said, it's supposed to possible with the world. Nobody knows like what's really went on. Nobody realizes that yo, we've been through this and like we're really behind time yeah. and the level of civiliz- and you, civilization. And you would have to think like if something, if there was like a world cataclysmic event, we would have to start all over again. We'd have to like if technology got wiped out, we'd have yeah. to like basically build ourselves back up. So it would make sense that this is actually five thousand years in the future. Now, how did? And he finds this old thousand year old genie, genie who knows all this old all this old world shit. And who's to say that like the genie isn't technology? Maybe it's not magic. I think how, how does Jafar transform? Because cause he finds like some some type of magic? No, he tricks Aladdin tricks Jafar into making the genie wishing wishing uh, that he was a genie himself. Okay. So he can be all powerful. Okay. I think that the world that Aladdin lives in is just regular old, whatever that time period is supposed to be. Agrabah. Agrabah, yeah. It's supposed to be like that specific time period. Mm-hmm. The genie, however, is a fifth dimensional being or just one that is like Dr. Manhattan in the sense that he sees all periods He of time. sees everything. Yeah. Because like he's literally the most powerful thing yeah. on the planet. Um, so that's what I think. I feel... and. I, I don't remember exactly, but I don't think Aladdin ever actually acknowledges any of the pop culture references that he, uh, the genie sees. Yeah, he doesn't. And I just feel like the genie is just powerful. Like he just sees in the future mm. and in the past at the same time. So that that that's what I think. Mm. Okay, I like that too. Thanks, um, man. <laughs> yeah, e- either way, because that even used to confuse me as a kid. Because I was like. Hey, what the fuck? Like, well, as a kid, it, all right. Even to, even now, it's kind of like it. it you get what you get. Why it's just it's Robin Williams breaking the fourth wall? Yeah, realistically, yeah. So that that's all it is. But when you like at the time when I was starting to really question movies and like get into plot holes and stuff like that, I was that's one of the questions that did arise. I'm like, how would this genie know 
about this stuff, about like these pop culture. I thought references. about that since a kid. Yeah, I was like, huh. Like obviously, it's the movie having fun with itself, but still, you you, you do mm. think about that. Yeah, to me, he's he's just the most powerful being on the planet, so I think it would make sense that he could see the future. Mm. I haven't seen the. I can't remember in the in the the new the latest one, the Will Smith one. Does he do the same thing? Does he do all the references like the pop culture references? I didn't see. Nah, because that that's more Robin Williams thing. Mm. Okay. I'm sure he made a couple pop culture references. I just but... I really can't even remember. I gotta watch that again. I remember I, I enjoyed it when I saw it. I'm gonna watch it again. What the live action? Yeah, so it's on uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, no, yeah. I actually did like the live action one too. It was, it was, it was cool. good. No, yes, it was good. Probably it's probably at some point in the rap that he he references something. He probably yeah you're right. A Matri D. There's no Matri Ds back then. So as far as we know, we had a suit. And, he had a, a suit and a bow tie. So yeah, 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 yeah. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, speaking of live actions, they're doing a live action Lilo and Stitch, and you can shoot me now. That is the weirdest thing ever. Lilo and Stitch is perfect as a cartoon because I don't want to see a live Le- Stitch. Mm-hmm. It's gonna look fucking freaky. It's not gonna look cute. Yeah, no, it's going to be a very strange thing. It's going to be scary. Yeah, I agree. Fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> All right, you ready, ready to get on to the next one? Uh, yes. Fan theory? Mm-hmm. All right. One of our favorite movie of ours, Pulp Fiction. I think everyone's heard this one, though. Um, Marcellus Wallace's soul is in the briefcase. It's very simple, but popular theory as to why everybody wants it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a theory. I think it's just what, like, that's what widely regarded as what's in the... the the thing but it, it's still a theory because Quentin Tarantino has never confirmed it but like what else could be gold except actual gold and gold don't shine like that gold definitely doesn't shine like that <laughs> and if you ask Quentin Tarantino he'll be like it's a light bulb <laughs> which it is he's not lying but it is a light bulb that's in there uh, but I, I just like I even watching the movie like I just that's what's in there like I, I don't know like else to describe it that's what's in there it's okay like so my question with this is if it was his soul where the fuck was he taking it? Like, what, what what was Brett doing with it? Why would you ever give your soul to a guy named Brett? Like, it from with the conversation that Jules has with him, they make it seem as if there was a deal gone wrong and they were supposed to give it to Marcellus Wallace and they didn't and they kept it for themselves. So that would suggest that maybe like um, someone had stole it, stole it, and Brett got it back and then saw what was inside and kept it for himself, like. Cause who who runs around with his soul in trans in transit? Put that shit in your body, B. Put it in your body. <laughs> I mean, it depends though. Keep keep if your you soul in your be, body. If you don't want to be attached by humanistic things. Mm. All right. So what you're saying is like you remove your soul so you could be vicious in order yeah, to become that, that, that's how I looked at it. Successful. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It happens. It happens a lot in a, in a lot of well, a lot of anime. But like, yeah, it happens a lot. Mm. That I'm, makes sense. If you have a soul, then you can't really. You, be as ruthless as you need to be, I guess. Sure. You're gonna but you know what? guessing yourself. You're going to start... Your conscience is going to start kicking yeah. in. But you know what's that? funny? I don't know if you guys will agree. Marcellus Wallace doesn't seem like that bad of a guy in Pulp Fiction. You know what? He's it, not it, a, it was it, it was the whole scene with the whole the whole pawn shop and him getting captured. That's I feel like that's when you like oh he's an actual human being like yeah well and like he's jealous. I guess that's the only thing you can really say. Yeah, but like even he killed like, somebody for a foot rub. That hasn't been proven. Nah, that's what the she whole said it. No, no, she said she didn't. He's dead. bro. He died because of the no. <laughs> yo, that's literally what the whole conversation between nah, he, he died John Travolta and Samuel Jackson's about. He died. Yo, because <laughs> even the part when um, what does he uh, what does he say when like Samuel Jackson fucks up bad? Like when they have all the blood over him, and he, Samuel Jackson calls him, and he's like, "Yo, don't worry about it, brother. I'm sending the wolf." 
And he's mm-hmm. like, shit, Negro, that's all you had to that's say. That's all you had to say. Like, it seems like Marcellus is like a really, like, yo, I got this. You, you work for me, I, I got you handled. Mm-hmm. And he only wanted to kill fucking um, Butch because Butch is an asshole. Okay, I, I feel you on that, but still, I mean, as a boss, you gotta protect your people to keep your people, you know, yeah, yeah. under you. But still, I, I'm, I'm going with that. In order, if, you know, we don't know because the movie's only like one time period. We don't know what he's done to accrue his fortune. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like, you know, I feel with stepping on, you know, children and women, you know, old people, maybe, you know, that's why I give away his soul so he can step on those people. Yeah. Or he takes out his soul so he can deal with his enemies. Maybe he doesn't have the strength to, like, really be okay. ruthless against his enemies. So he takes the soul out, puts it in the briefcase. Brett stole the briefcase. He kills Brett. Fact. Who here has wanted to try a big kahuna burger? Eh. Nah? I like, mm. I like a mm. Shake Shack. So. You're going to say, like, you, uh, oh, I would try a big kahuna burger. No, I'm good off of What's that. in a big kahuna burger? I don't even... I don't know. Some Hawaiian shit. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. I'm not into burgers like that. Anyways. He said, mm. you know why they call it a... Uh, the drink, though. That shit looks a little refreshing. It's in a white cup. <laughs> shit looks mad refreshing. Yo, now I'm thinking of the movie. I'm just laughing. He's like, look at the big brains on Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you a small motherfucker. Have we done a, an episode on Pulp Fiction? We did a yeah, Quentin did Tarantino a episode. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Look at the big brains on Brad. You a small motherfucker. Oh, shit. You already get into the next one? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Um, This one's a popular one. Iron Man 2. So, there's a theory... Which Tom Holland is confirmed, but I I don't believe him. Tom Holland, Tom Holland says anything. He just yeah, he just be before, saying. Before shit. you go in, how uh, Iron Man two? That's when he was in Morocco. Or that's Iron Man three. Morocco, Morocco with with it? the Russian. With the Russian. That was the first. The first. No, that's the second one. one. No, he's talking about you're talking about with Ivan Vanko. Yes, Wait. and he's doing the oh, Formula One. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, that's that's Iron Man two. Yes. Okay. Um, there's a there's a there's a theory that in the film's climax, he actually runs into Peter Parker. So. At the end of the movie, there's a little kid in an Iron Man mask, and one of Ivan Vanko's drones comes down, to and he's about to kill the kid, and the kid raises his hand up to like uh-huh. blast him away. Iron Man shows up, blasts him, and then says, good job, kid, making him believe that he killed it, and then flies away. People think that, and Tom Holland included, think that that is Peter Parker. That's too far-fetched, son. I just, it was just a, a scene, a, a, just, I, yeah, a, I just a scene it, of, of comic relief. Yeah, I think, I think it's a, I think it was just a cute scene between Robert Downey Jr. and this kid. But why not, but why not? You know what I mean? It's okay, true. because Tom Holland or Peter Parker has never mentioned this to, to Tony Stark when they got older. And, yes. I, that, yeah, and I think. And, like, why would you not mention, yo, by the way, you saved my life at the World's Fair. Like, and I, you know ago. what? And I thought that would have been a perfect moment to bring up in Homecoming mm-hmm. at some point. Like, that point where, with, um. Tony takes away his suit or whatever, and he's like, and like, and it's like a si- moment of silent reflection. He's just like, before Tony walked away, like, you know, you saved my life, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then he brings that up, and then Tony just says like, "Well, what do you think I'm doing now?" Mm-hmm. And walks away. He's like, yeah, I'm that'd be cool. But um, you know, I like that. Marvel, but um, Marvel yeah. won't hire me, so <laughs> you're not gonna get moments like that. <laughs> Kevin, you're missing, you're missing your writer right here. Yeah, but I call bullshit on this theory. Sorry, I know, I know, Tom. Uh, you make it sound nice, but I don't believe it. Sorry. Now, there was also another one where there's a deleted scene in the Avengers between Iron Man and there's his family that's being chased by the Chitauri and there's this little kid in the back, in the back seat mm-hmm. of the car, wearing glasses. And people suspected that that was Spider-Man. A young Peter Parker with his parents before they had died. Okay. And they, he, he was saved by... But once again, you run into the same things. Like, it was, a, it was a deleted scene. So I think had they kept that in the movie, that would have been Peter. Really? I think they would have retconned... Because they, they didn't have the rights at the time, but I think had they kept that scene in the movie years down the line, they would have retconned it and be like, yo, that was me. Hmm. 
And I think that I think that would have been more appropriate because you actually see that kid looked age appropriate as well. Like he would like Peter Parker would have been maybe like six or seven years old at the time. And where the fuck was that little kid that he was just running around an expo with fucking flying robots and shit blowing up around him? No parents, no parents, no Aunt May, no Uncle Ben. <laughs> you like the you, you like the young Aunt May or the old Aunt May? I like Marissa Tomei. So that's yeah, me too. I'm kind of I'm kind of biased. Yeah, it's Marissa I don't, Tomei. I don't like the idea of a young Aunt May, young young Aunt May, but I like Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. Okay. So she overpowers it. Um, but I, I thought I actually think Sally Fields is the best like accurate looking Aunt May. I mm-hmm. think Rosemary Harris from the original, the original trilogy one? is just way too old. Too old. Yeah. 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 She's just way too yeah. old. She's like Grandma May. Yeah. It's a little too much. Yeah. I liked her though. I th- no, no, I, no I she did a great job, but great. it was more like grandma rather than my aunt. Yeah. And she was a little bit too hard on Peter. She just gave him way too much shit. A lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, I thought this was a cool theory. All right, this, you, you ready to get to the next theory? This no. one's interesting. Yeah, this. <laughs> All right, so I'm not going front. I came up with this theory myself as well. Oh, you did? No, I've always I've thought this. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But it's, it's also out on the internet too. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin McAllister from Home Alone grows up to be Jigsaw. Okay, this is a that's gr- OD. This is a great theory. theory. However, the time don't add up. <laughs> Look, man, weed, cigarettes, nah, 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 some nah. meth, nah, 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 and murdering motherfuckers will age you up quickly. Too, fam. No cigarettes and alcohol. Have you seen um what's this guy? Tobin Bell. Not Tobin. Yeah, Tobin Bell is old as shit. But the other guy, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, have you seen him lately? Like, yeah, that's how Kevin would look like today, guys. Okay. He is I, I haven't watched any of the Saw movies, but do they do they are they set during a specific time? Do they ever say present day? I, I don't know. See, see, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I don't know because if it's like, for example, like Seven doesn't have a has, doesn't have a time period. It's just wherever, whenever. If Saw does a similar thing, who's to say that this doesn't take place forty years in the future? Saw is out of chronology. Um, I don't know when the. I think the first movie takes place like. Um, whenever that movie came out, yeah, like similar to how the Marvel movies are released, like, yeah, 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 just that it's the based on that year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, only because of the age, like it doesn't add up. Yeah. However, it is interesting. Maybe Kevin does actually grow he up does. to be a, a, a sociopath, like a, a murderer. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin is a. I love Kevin. Kevin is a sick fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, Kevin <laughs> is a sick boy. <laughs> Kevin, he can be the Joker, Jigsaw. He could be the Joker. He, he could be the Joker. That would actually track. He would be Heath Ledger's age. By, 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 by 2008, he would have been like 20-something. Possibly. Because he was, what, 10 in this movie? At another 10 years? Mm. 20? He's in his 20s? Yeah. All right, he's a Joker, too. Two. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns into two or so after. Yeah, after. He gets old and tired. Um, no, but it, it does make sense because seven Kevin McAllister is a sadist. He tortures these guys that are in his house. Mm-hmm. He could literally call the police at any time. And he chooses not to. He can sit in his in his in his uh, treehouse and just call the police, and they'll show up right. before in five minutes or less and, and get them. But he continues to torture them and torture them and torture them. He sticks in like he could have killed them at some point. He lights a man's head on fire. Yeah. If that's not some sick Shaw shit, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. It is pretty crazy, man. Yeah, and he's enjoying it. It's not like he's doing it out of self defense. Nah, he's, he's nuts. He's laughing about it, and then he does it in, again in the second fucking movie. <laughs> He's dropping paint cans on him. When he wires the uh, the the light switch to be electrical, and he's uh, yes, he he could have murdered them at any point <laughs> if these dudes weren't made out of like I don't know like 
weren't invulnerable. Nah, that's a fact. Like, these guys should be dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does grow up to be some sort of serial Yeah, killer. so we can, we can agree that he grows up to be, like, some type of serial killer or just a, a psychopath. Yes. But he's not Jigsaw. No, he's not the Jigsaw okay. killer. He, what if Jigsaw trains that nigga? Come on! Ceases work like yeah. this. I like what you did. Look, look kid, you got... You, you I got, came for you to play. Look, kid, you got Moxie. <laughs> I believe it, man. I'm putting you on the team. I would love to see that. Them team up. Or Kevin versus Jigsaw. I'd watch that movie. Homer Jigsaw. The Homer Jigsaw. I don't know, man. That'd be a scary Homer movie. Saw. I don't know, man. Saw Alone. Saw Alone. I like it. I'd watch that crossover. I like it. I like it. All right. You ready to get to the next one? Yeah, let's do it. This, right. this one is a doozy. Yes. I don't even know if we can unpack this in one episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll try. Okay. Okay. Um. So... There's this rumor that out there that you know you know that the moon landing is faked, like they filmed it or whatever. And no, what's, like the, what, what's, like what's the what's the movie? What's the movie? The Shining. Okay. But okay, so I want to provide some background context. Mm-hmm. So there's the, obviously there's a popular theory that the moon landing was faked, um, in order to bankrupt uh, the USSR, mm-hmm. the Soviet Union with their space program and everything. Mm-hmm. So if they think we went up space, they'll put money into going into space and they'll have no money to fight the Cold War. Mm-hmm. Uh, there. So along with that, everyone always suspects who directed the moon landing who else but one of the most mysterious and world-renowned directors stanley kubrick Mm. um so obviously he can't admit this if you were if you were doing this um it would be under secrecy you'd be uh sworn sworn to secrecy secrecy. yeah so he put signs in his movie the shining so some of the clues include um that the haunted room in the in the movie is room 237. In the novel, it's 217. He changed it to room 237 because at the time, the moon was estimated to be 237,000 miles from Earth. Next clue. The twin girls in the movie was only one girl in the book. That was meant to, to represent the Gemini program, which was the two-person space travel mission to go to the moon. And then finally, Danny Torrance is wearing an Apollo 11 sweatshirt in the movie, mm. which also says, like, hey, guys, I filmed that shit. Where? I like this theory. Um, it's very freaky, and I kind of believe it. <laughs> I mean, it's the man that directed um, 2001 Space Odyssey, right? Yes. Yeah, and, that's, like, and that's the resume. Like, yo, this nigga directed no better. Yo, if we want to con something, this is the nigga to do it. This nigga know how to film space. <laughs> And it was him or George Lucas. And guess what? You gonna choose him. George would have put a fucking alien walking across the moon shit. And they were like, yeah, George, you whoa. whoa, whoa. The lightsaber. They're not ready for that. <laughs> That's too much truth. I think, <laughs> I think this is Stanley Kubrick trolling the audience. Okay. Um, I, I think the, the moon landing is real. I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of theories that they're not. Like, why is the flag flapping around in the air when it's, it's no air. a vacuum? Yeah. Um, but I'm not a scientist. I, I can't answer these questions. I do think that the U.S. did make it to the moon around that time. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I think this is just Stanley Kubrick kind of being meta and just, like, understanding, like, oh, there's this theory going around. I'm going to just mess, fuck with the audience. Yeah. And put all these theory, put all these little things in there just <laughs> to mess with everybody. Yeah. Um, yes. <sighs> I'm going I with this shit. I ain't going to hold it. Yeah, I, I, goddamn why them niggas didn't get to the moon at that time. They <laughs> had no goddamn technology. It, yeah, you talking about the technology they had was 
the technology in our phones <laughs> is way more developed than the technology they had. Yeah, of course. But it doesn't mean you couldn't get couldn't make it there. Yeah, I like to have fun with I like that I love the moon I love anything about like Cold War, Russia versus United States. Um so I love having fun with this theory. Do I believe it myself? I don't know. I'm on and off. You know, I, most of the times I like to say I say yeah because I think if I say no, people are gonna think I'm an idiot. But um, if it was revealed that this if um if uncla- if classified you know leaks come out there you know Trump releases them because he's butthurt about leaving the White House puts it out that is fake I will I won't be surprised. Well, you think people would care though? No. What that is fake? Yeah. I think it would be news that it happened. But yeah, I, it would be news. I don't, but think, I don't think it'll be like break the internet. Oh, I think it would break the it internet. It would break the internet. It would break the internet. I don't think so. I, I, but I feel like... Because we've been to the moon before. Like, no, well, yeah. now that we have. No, yeah, but it's the fact that it's a it's a historical event that we've been lied to. I feel like just the basis off of that, then people are now questioning the government even more. I think yeah. that's going to also make the breakthrough. There, there's a there's a, there's a large there's a very 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 large percentage of people that don't believe their government lies to them at all. Facts. They 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 believe that the government. Well, I don't is believe true. that either. But I do. No, think, I know. Yeah, but, yeah. But there's a so those people when they when they get a hand of Reddit, <laughs> and Twitter, shit's blowing up. I think that would be huge news, and I think it'll come out one day. I think I, one. I think one, I think in our lifetime we'll find out what's in Area Fifty One. Uh you know what though? Because I, I think what G said, like, if that let's say that word that, that that came out, the information came out, like the government would be second guessed all the time. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. Arsenal, right, so what's in Area Fifty One? You know, so I think I like even even if it did, I think that's like one of the things that Trump's got to tell Biden. Like, by the way, son. I think Trump is gonna tell every tell it all. He's like, "All right, since you're getting rid of me, <laughs> aliens the, are real. The aliens, and we fuck them. <laughs> I tried it myself, alien pussy. Yo, some of the best. Dennis Rodman makes sense. <laughs> He's one of them. He's one of them. Um, oh god, that's bad. That's really bad. That would be alright. Yeah. Um, ready to move on? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we're gonna go back to the Tarantino verse, which is confirmed that that is its own movie universe. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah. That's some, not a theory. Yeah, some of the movies take place within the same universe. Some of the some of the movies take place within an extra, like a pocket universe inside that universe. That's a fact. Um, but we know that Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction take place in the same universe. But some think that the movies take place on the exact same day. Um, that would explain why there's such a limited police presence in Pulp Fiction. Um, you you have shootouts, people getting sliced up, uh, people car crashes, no real police sh- show up. Uh, Jules and Vincent are able to drive uh, through half of L.A. with a dead body in the back with seats covered in blood and not even get pulled over once. And that's because at the same time, the robbery at the jewelry store from Reservoir Dolls is happening. It would also explain why Vincent Vega, played by John Travolta in, was it Michael, not Michael Vega, is it Michael Vega? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Michael Vega, no, Vic, Vic Vega, oh, uh, yeah, played yeah. by Michael Madsen, mm-hmm. uh, they don't, they're brothers, but they don't interact, they don't talk about each other, they don't mention about each other, but they're both very busy on their days at work. I like this theory. Okay, isn't the, uh, the actor that plays the wolf? Also in Reservoir Dogs, Harvey Keitel. He's in both, right? He is in both. So, but can we bust this theory? And <laughs> no, I, I, you can't because these movies take place in the same universe. So, why not? So the wolf is also the same guy from 
But you say no, 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 he's not the same guy. He's he's not the same guy. He's playing two different characters. Uh, Michael Matt, I mean, um, Harvey Keitel is playing two different characters. They take place in the same day. I, no, but th- that doesn't but make sense. When he meets the wolf, isn't that in the beginning of the day? It's in the. I would say it's in the morning. So then he goes and robs a bank after that. No, he's who? The wolf. The wolf. No, what I'm saying is the wolf is not the wolf. Like Harvey Keitel is playing two different characters. Right. So he does something in the morning, something in the afternoon. No, he's not. He's the wolf. When you see the wolf, that's the wolf. That's Harvey Keitel being the wolf. When you okay. see that other guy, that's. Harvey Keitel, like we, the audience, know it's Harvey Keitel, uh-huh. but that's a completely different character. The characters don't see him as the nah, same but this, character. Th- that's why I don't think that theory makes sense. You're talking about Harvey Keitel in Reservoir Dogs. Yes, he's playing another cat. Like he's playing another character during the same day. Yes. So in Reservoir Dogs, that happens later in the day. No, they're happening at the same. They're oh, happening at the same, at the same time. Yes. Now, because what I will say, because what I say to that is. Because there's no reason of that because it is confirmed that these two movies take place in the same universe. So Harvey Keitel, so you can't go like, oh, it's, well, it's, it's, he's the wolf and he's this other guy. It's just, no, he just happened to be cast in two different separate roles. Everyone in the movie doesn't realize that. You get it? Because remember, the movies are in the same universe. Yes, I know. So he can be the wolf and he can also be this other guy. But those characters are not related. It's not him... Pretending to be either character. That's just Quentin Tarantino using Harry Cartel twice to play two different characters. The other characters in movie, in universe, don't register that. That's what I mean. I'm I'm only speaking to the fact that these movies could be taking place at the same on the same day. And I think that would be I think that's cool and that could make sense because there are no cops in Pulp Fiction. Except the the, the butt cop. Right. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, I, I I'm not a big fan of this theory, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I don't. First of all, I'm not a, the hugest fan of Reservoir Dogs, anyway. No, me neither. But I think it's. I still think it's cool. I think it would be. It's cool. I think it's cool. It has its flaws, but I, I think it's cool though. Uh, uh, God, I, but you know what it is? I'm trying to disprove this theory. I, I I understand what you're saying now because. All the movies take place in the same universe, right. but different actors play different characters all the time. Yeah, so this makes sense. Because um, Vic, because Vic and Vic and Vincent are confirmed brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> you could just you could just not like it. You I don't, don't like the theory. Yeah, I, don't I, don't don't. To, you don't I don't. I don't. Like I don't. It. I don't like the theory. I'm just pointing it out there. But I, I can't disprove it. That's my, that's the issue that I'm having. Oh. I can't disprove it. It's pretty. So it it's a good one. It is a good one, and they both they both play, take place in L.A. They both take place in L.A. So I, like one can be taking place on one side of town, and the other one can be taking place on the other side of town. And then also think about it, Honey Bunny and and um, Pumpkin. Is it Honey Bunny and Pumpkin? Mm-hmm. Um, this they're literally standing up on tables, holding up an entire fucking diner. Uh, Samuel Jackson about to blow them away, and there's no cops. Like even there's no cops around. That was the thing and for it, me. It was like no cops ever came. And, and I know, like, there's always a thing where, like, in movies where there's always, like, a cop inside the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like, he's getting coffee, he's doing... And there's no cops there as well. I, so, that, that, that... Once I, once I noticed, like, put that together in my head, I was like, oh, this could, this could track. I thought that was cool. I guess, man. I, I, I got nothing <laughs> for this theory. I just don't like it. But I, I can't disprove it, though. Okay. I can't disprove it. All right. 
right. Um, you ready to move into the final one? Yes. Last but not least. All right. All of our, one of our favorite uh, action movies, The Matrix, 1999. Mm. Yes. Now, we all know that The Matrix is a simulated computer world. It is? And, yeah. Okay. And that there is the real world outside of The Matrix, which humans fight against the machines. Correct. There is a theory, and this theory goes way back. And it was act- actually my cousin uh, used to tell me this theory like as if it was truth, and I would not believe him. That even the real world is a simulation. It's another level of control. Zion in the perceived real world is another level created by the machines to give humans something to fight against as they continue to use them as a source of energy. So like when you wake up out of the matrix and you're like in the real world and you got the shitty clothes on and you and like everything's real cyberpunk shit, that's actually another level of the matrix. And that level was created to give you something to fight about as an as a distraction. It's just another level. It's, it just goes deeper. Mm-hmm. And that would explain why in um, the Matrix Reloaded and the Matrix Revolutions, why Neo has powers on the outside, on the in the real world. Because he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a computer program. He, he's just a man. So yeah. he should not be able to blow up Sentinels with his hands. And then when, when um, uh, Professor, Professor Smith, Agent Smith blinds him, he shouldn't be able to see the orange or everything. He's, they're still jacked in. Um, yeah, because the one is is nothing more than a computer program. If exactly. I'm mistaken, right. Yes. Yeah. So that. And when we meet Colonel Sanders in the second movie, he talks about all these different versions of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. And the first, in the very first version, he talks. Is about... his name actually Colonel Sanders? No, that's. Oh. Uh... He just looks I was like, like wait a minute. He does look like yeah. Colonel Sanders. Yeah, like, his, his name is not Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's the, he's the architect. Oh yes. Okay, that was the, that was the name. Okay, the architect. Yeah. And he talks about, in the very first version of The Matrix, it was a perfect utopia. And it came crashing down because uh, humans realized that everything was too perfect. There was nothing to fight against. There was no struggle. And that the reality couldn't be real. And that their brains refused The Matrix. Yeah. So that would make sense that they would come up with this idea of the real, quote-unquote, real world and this fake rebellion and war to give humanity, like, this thing to fight against while secretly still keeping them enslaved. Mm. I really like this theory. It's a dark theory. Yeah, and, it's depressing. Yeah. But it's also cool because we're getting the Matrix 4. So I want to see... I feel like the Wachowski's kind of played with this a little bit. And I think they're going to go even deeper into it with this fourth movie. So we'll, we'll we'll really see. Especially because Keanu Reeves is coming back. Like, that's confirmed. The only reason I hope it's not real is because then it's like... Well, then what what's, the point of the, yeah, what's the point of the three movies if it's still an unhappy ending? Yeah. Um, but it makes sense. I mean, because Neo, like we just said, should not have any powers outside of the Matrix. Yeah. Um, so I, I give this some cre- uh, cre- um, some credit. Yeah. Uh, but just s- small sidebar. I don't know if you guys saw. There's there was an article online that I saw that uh, they're giving cows virtual reality, like eye goggles, whatever, to make them happier. Oh, so when they kill them, the meat is better. Something like that along the lines. What but the that, fuck? That's literally the Matrix. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's terrible. I don't know what what cows like like to be happy. I don't you know. What do you mean? Because um, it's like a fight or fright response. Like you know, just just as when we get into uh, a situation where we either need to fight or fly away, we're mm-hmm. releasing toxins. We're releasing. No, 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 no. I get that. What I mean mm-hmm. is like, what what do you put? Oh, what is a cow? To make a cow happy. I don't grass. Know. Oh, yeah, grass. Grass? Yeah. grass. Just to put them in the real world. I don't a, get it. A bull. Mm-hmm. I, I open prairie. 
Yeah, I guess yeah, an open an open prairie would be. Yo, a, and which one call it does this? Um, they did that in in Rick and Morty. Remember when they keep the at the Citadel where they keep the the Rick happy and yeah. they use his happiness to create the Rick snacks. I gotta watch some Rick and Morty when I get. Him. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's a fact, but nah, but um, yeah, we just called. I I believe that Matrix shit, man. We, they just cultivating um. You you guys also heard the real world theory, right? That there's a I think scientists say there's a fifty percent chance that we are in a simulation. Yeah, yeah, I heard that shit. I mean. I believe it. I, I believe it too, bro. I mean, I wish our simulation was a cool simulation, like we were knights and shit, so like yeah. and we could fight, you know, monsters and whatnot. But it's a whack ass. Like we got credit in our simulation. That's some bullshit. Credit? Yeah, like our credit score. Like, oh yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Like we can't change classes and shit, like, I, like I, a video game. I I do I do think about that a lot because I think about the idea of like what it means to die, you know. And just like DMT type nigga. No, 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 no. Because think about it. Um, uh, damn, I wish I had some weed for this. But like, <laughs> no, but but think about it. Like death is really death is really relative. Like because right now you, God forbid, would like lose your memory. Like yeah. be the sweat the 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 slate is swipe clean. You're alive to me. Uh-huh. But technically, for I'm all intents and purposes, you're dead. Yeah. You don't remember anything. When your memory's gone, that's essentially like you dying. Yeah. You don't any nothing is there. It's nothingness until yeah. it's filled in with real with memories, memories yeah. with new memories again. So it's like, who's to say that doesn't happen when you die? So like, maybe there is. Maybe we do get passed on into another simulation, but we forget everything, and that's what death is. That's depressing. It, I mean, not really, not in a sense. It's just like a, it's, it's just just a new door to open. Yeah, yeah. Like it's 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 weird to think about. Or it's like you know maybe the after like the afterlife heaven is just a, like a concept of just like you moving on but being unable to communicate. Where it's like you're not dead. Yeah. You're just unable to communicate with past a certain point. On a point. Yeah. On a, on a, I've thought about that too. It's like yeah, like like for instance, okay, like even though say like. Say say Ralphie's dead, right? Ralphie died a year ago. Yeah. Okay, it's cool. Ralphie died a year ago, but he's still cool. with me. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. Because you're still with me in my memory. Like like you're, you're you're still with me, so I can go back at any point in time in my memory, and you'll still be there. Like you, I get you, it. You won't be there with me making new memories, but I. It, it was a book I read too. It, it happened. This guy he was able to like teleport into his memory. Mm-hmm. So he told his son. Um, so now you can tell his son. So he's an ophthalmologist, an eye doctor, right? A little kid came in with his mom because he needed new glasses. Then um, somebody told him, hey, his dad just died. So he goes to the son and says, hey, look, your dad's always with you. All you have to do is remember your, your past birthday when you got that basketball jersey from him. Just think about that. And he'll be there right there when, when, in, in that presence. The kid started crying. Mom was ballistic. Cause it's like, what the fuck are you saying? Because mm-hmm. you're a fucking quack trying to tell my son that his dad's, <laughs> his dad's still alive when quack. he's not. <laughs> like, like, but but no, nah, it's just honestly, it's, it's how you perceive the information. Yeah. Because that person could always be with you. It just it just matters on how you want to perceive it, how you want to take it. That way. And, and, and there is something that like we're unable to reach a fifth dimension. So who knows what that fifth dimension is? Yeah, no, so the fifth dimension could be heaven, it could be an afterlife, or it could be a level another level of a simulation. Yeah. So this is yeah, this is awful, man. Great, where's the weed? <laughs> hey, we don't do that over here, guys. <laughs> Just kidding. We we don't do that on the stoop. <laughs> no, but um yeah, I, I do like that 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 matrix theory and I hope it, it nah, gets, I like that too. I hope it gets expounded upon in the next movie. 
I hope it doesn't. What do you mean? I hope it does. I, I, honestly, that would be a great segue to go to for the next movie. Of that oh, but street. you're on. You're not saying the first three movies mean nothing. If that's the case. So nothing. You act like that's never done before. <laughs> Star Wars. I'm just saying, but that's depressing too. The first three movies don't mean shit. Well, no, because if the second you make a fourth movie, you're now expanding the you're you're expanding the narrative and you're pushing it further. Now, if it was up to me, there would not be a Matrix Four. Yeah. But the fact that they are going to do that, you might as well jump into you might as well jump into this this train of thought. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck else is the story going to be about? The fucking war was over. <laughs> like, what yo, else? you know what was crazy? So, Pete, I was just watching this anime, right? And um, how it is? It's a simulation where they go into a simulation, right? Kolioko? No, 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 it's it's, it's sold on online, but it's the newest season. So basically. My, so basically, it was like okay, it'll be like um, a hundred years in in the the computer, yeah. but it'll probably be like a week in in real world. Yeah. So there was this guy that was stuck in a program, and basically, um, he had got like brain damage. So basically, his his thoughts from other people that went into the program, they were able to kind of recreate his soul through information that they information that they kind of like learn from him and all this interaction from other people and they get to be able to rebuild his soul right so he's able to come out of the world and he tells them yo delete that version of me delete that hundred a hundred year version of me do it mm. end up not doing it some guy kind of keeps it up on the back of a backup disc and it's like okay you got the real world guy who's only 17 but you have the 117 year version of him that just knows everything that's just yeah, so yeah. fucking wise and it's just like when they when they finally meet it's like crazy because it's like, yo, you're God. He's like, no, I'm you. Yeah. I just lived a hundred years. Yeah. Yeah, same concept, but you know. Okay. Yeah, man, this this shit's fun to think about. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any honorable mentions, some fan theories. I mean, we could definitely cut. There's always more. You know, there's uh, the the theory that Jack from Titanic is a time traveler. Um, he's wearing the wrong clothes. He's wearing the wrong clothing. Um, he doesn't have the proper accent for mm. what he says he is. Um, he talks about a he talks about going to a place that at the time wasn't even invented yet or discovered yet or something like that wasn't around it was that theory um, Willy Wonka is a serial killer um, also with Snowpiercer is an ex- a continuation of the Willy Wonka movie really oh, really yeah look that up okay I'm gonna look, look that, that up. up that's Charlie is supposed to be the guy Wilbur Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the chocolate factory now? Uh, I, I, it, I forgot the exact... I'll look it up. I'll look it yeah, up. Yeah, just look it up, bro. I, but I, that is a theory. Here's yeah. my own theory. Um, uh, Charlie's uh, uncle or grandfather is the worst human being on earth. Why? Because he's a piece of shit. He sits in fucking bed all day, every day, while his family, while his family fucking starves and is dirt poor. And he can easily walk. In a, sec- in a second... Oh, the I- uncle? In a, yeah, the second it's time for him to go to the chocolate factory, he's skipping and dancing and shit. Yeah. Fuck I that thought man. he was sick, though. Fuck that man. Yeah, I thought he was sick, too, until it's time to go to the chocolate factory. Now he's skipping and hopping. That's and fucking s- dug in. The smelliest bed ever. Bro, they say, they, they say, honestly, when it comes to being sick, it's all in the mental. Fuck him. How's <laughs> that for mental? Oh, you could have worked this whole time. That ass. Could have provided what? this entire time. Could have been out there sweeping floors. Okay. Could have worked. Could have been working at the candy store. <laughs> um, damn, what's, the what's, Pixar theory. The Pixar theory, which which what? I'll explain another day, man. Yeah, yeah that's, we'll, that's we'll, too we'll much. Another day, or just look it up. We'll Google it if you guys are interested. Yeah, it's pretty cool though. Um, there was there was the theory that uh, Harry Potter, uh, 
all of Harry Potter was just Harry dream having a dream and then he wakes up and is, he's still underneath the uh, the staircase. That's depressing. That's lit, bro. That's no, I would, if they really ended the movie that way, I would, that would be lit. That would. Uh, J.K. Rowling would have been assassinated. That don't even make any sense because the reason why they hate him so much because he's a wizard. Yeah. So no, that, that doesn't make any sense. But that's his imagination to cope with being a slave, right? <laughs> like no, you're just a third class citizen. That's all. That's terrible. I can't. I can't co-sign. Oh shit! I'm co-signing that one, bro. That's no, fine. No, I don't like that one. I don't like I'll, that. I'll love well, it. I think that would have been the ending if like J.K. Rowling was poor. Like, like if if, it, if if this shit never worked out, the last fuck you to everybody else. <laughs> like for book, if her books didn't pop off, yeah, she'd be like fuck you, motherfuckers. Yeah, I fuck y'all. It's a dream. <laughs> oh man, I'm dying. Oh god, and that's about it, man. I, this, this was good. I, I like this. Liked it. Yeah, yeah. And with that being said, guys. Great job, great job. No, that was that was fun. There's there's definitely a, a shit ton more of uh yeah theories that we could do. Yeah, there's also TV ones too, like how Don Draper is secretly um DB Cooper, mm-hmm. shit like that too. Um, there's a, I think there's a Breaking Bad one that everything he hallucinated Heisenberg and that he was really that was just his cancer or some shit that was making him like dream up all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. I liked it, man. Me too. G was popping. <laughs> Brand new whip just copped it. Ooh, I liked it. That's a song. Yeah. I, yes, I'm aware. I thought it was cool though. Oh. Just take the just take the compliment. And shut up. Fuck you. Anyways, G. Who's the number one pick? Uh, Anthony. All right. So guys, for context, we're watching the NBA draft right now. Uh, Anthony Edwards was just like the number one. James Wiseman has just been. Was that that really two. really really skinny kid? That's like six something. Nah, that's Lamelo Ball. No, no, no. The kid we was watching the other day. Remember when we was watching high school basketball and you were like, he nah. might get in the more. Oh, no, nah, they're in high school. No, nah, they ain't high school. Oh. <laughs> oh, you meant like eventually? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm bugging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That, that was, right. Yeah, no, nah, that was. That was... I'm, still, I'm here thinking niggas could get drafted out of high school. No, that kid's still in high school. Sorry. Okay. Um, a couple years, though. A couple more years. Yeah. G. What's popping? Without any further ado, yeah, put a song, my man. I got you. I'm going to do another movie this one, this week. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> Both surprised. Yeah, I know you're not ready for this one. Um, alright, um, one of my, not, this is the first time I saw this movie, actually, um, a Studio Ghibli movie, a famous, um, studio for making, um, famous, um, animated films, like Spirited Away, um, um, Poyo, um, what else, um, Princess Mononoke, you know, a couple of, a couple of, um, different, um, titles, but this movie I'm talking about today is Nasca of the, of the Valley of the Wind, um, get right into the plot. Kyle, you would like this one, it has, like, a very Star Wars... Yeah. So, so says feel to it. Yeah. I'm gonna check it out. All their stuff is on HBO Max. Yeah, that, it's really fire. It's, it's it, honestly, it's it's a Dune Star Wars kind of vibe to it. Okay. Like, like I was watching it with um with Josh and, and Basil. We were we were into it. Okay. okay. Um. Okay. So basically, um, one thousand years has passed since the seven since the seven days of fire, uh, apocalyptic war that destroyed civilization and created a vast toxic jungle of the world. And basically, now the world is nothing but poisonous uh, forests and swarming with giant insects. And the main character. Nasca basically she's a princess and she's able to communicate with these insects and she really wants to find out why is the world being polluted. So um, day after day, you know, there's really less and less land for um, humans to really live in. So it's a fight. You know, everybody's like, all right, what do we really need to do? So basically, um, as we were saying before with post-apocalypse, like in Aladdin, how civilization was built up, it's honestly the the all that we talked about is really in this movie. Um, basically, um, Nasca she lives in the valley of the wind and she wants to protect her people because um, with the wind and, and all the natural resources, her people are able to live in this climate. So basically, there's people from other kingdoms and they're bringing um, 
Um, basically, the, 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 these old war, old war weapons, like these old humanoid weapon giants, and basically we want to rebuild and re rebirth these giants. And Nazca doesn't really want war, honestly. But you know, you know how shit go. You know, adults. You know, they want to do what they want to fucking do. So, um, so basically, it's it's really her fight and her plight to basically stop this humanoid giant from being developed. But it honestly does get developed. I'm not gonna go too much into the story. But um, basically, it's really her job to save her people and to save the land and really to save the earth. Um, it's 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 really great. Um, it really does tie into everything we kind of talked about today. Um. The, the, even though it came out in 1984, it's, it's on HBO Max, so everything has been um, revamped. It looks HD. It's beautiful. The colors are beautiful. The texture is beautiful. Um, I was talking to my mans about just old um, animation, especially old anime. Just the contest and really what's really in it, not only just the picture, but the the, the dialogue is really rich. So, um, you know, I suggest anybody, you know, you have about an hour and a half to knock out. Yo, check this out. It's, it's really gives me those Star Wars, those Star Wars Doom vibes. Um, Nazca of the Valley of the Wind. Um, like I so you could catch it on HBO Max, a Studio Ghibli film. Check it out, man. Dope. I like it. I like it. And where can I watch it? You can watch it on Netflix. HBO Max. It's Studio Ghibli. Yeah, I was gonna say that, that's that's Studio that's Ghibli. Yeah, I was Max. being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Because I say HBO Max like three times. Just oh, you did. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Uh, Kai, you got anything this week? Um, not really. I can't remember if I talked about the movie Ex Machina on here. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we did. I have. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so um, you watch it again? No. Um, I just. Wanted to put people on if I hadn't talked about it because I saw it a while, saw it a while ago, but it's been in my head lately. Just talk about Alicia Vikander for five minutes. I'm good. Um, okay, but I've I bought Spider Man Miles Morales. So oh yeah, okay. So you have the PS5, right? No, I haven't. No. Oh, you don't. All right, so you're broke. You're what? Uh, so how's the, you have the PS5? Wow. I do. No, you don't. <laughs> wow. Literally in your house. Damn. No, you you bought the no. You didn't get the Xbox yet either, right? Mm-hmm. No. Nah. Nah. Um. All right. So what do you think about Miles Morales, man? Um, it's really cool, Miles. It really makes me want to play into the, Sp- I mean, watch into the Spider Verse again. Um, but <laughs> I think it's, I'm going to do the same thing. Um, but Miles is Miles is definitely a very cool character. They do a really good job with establishing him. I I, I didn't when I played Spider Man on PS4 and he was in it. I didn't really feel the need for him to be in it, especially since Peter Parker is the main hero. Um, but the, the the game does a good uh. I, good way of does a good job at explaining why he's not around why peter's not there and is really putting you in the shoes of um of a young inexperienced spider-man because the whole thing with the first spider-man ps4 was that this spider-man has been doing it for almost 10 years already like he's, he was 25 years old this miles is 15 he's never been on his own before so we can like, we can see a young spider-man you know make mistakes and you know, try to like balance his identity, and we're getting to see a new side. Like we spent, like the game takes place in Harlem, so like mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time in Harlem. The swinging, just as the original one, is super fun. Miles has a lot more like swag and finesse with the way he swings. It's crazy how you go forward, and he just backflips. I feel like that to me is just like od. Like I'd be, but it, annoyed by that. But 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 it's but it is fun because in the first game where like it feels like you're playing as a grown adult. Spider-Man. Uh-huh. This game feels like you're playing, like you're really swinging through the city. You oh, so like, you're like free. You're a kid. Yeah, you feel like okay. you feel free. Like even the way like he like in his poses and the way like he swings is very like freestyle and all over the place and it's cool. Um, yeah, I'm having fun with it. Um, I'm only, I'm not even, I don't, I won't even say like I'm an hour into the game, but I will say this: it is more of Spider-Man PS4. So like, if you really like Spider-Man PS4, it's more, it's it's attack, it's it's an add-on. If it, it does feel like DLC, it's not. It's not a whole new game. A whole new game. It, do, it doesn't even feel like a whole new game. Is Peter Parker in the game a lot? No, he he's literally in it for the first fifteen minutes, and then after that he goes away and like he call he'll call in to see how, like how you're doing, but that's about it. 
What do you mean he just goes away? He's on vacation? Like, spoiler, spoiler alert, but yes, he goes on vacation. That's really... <laughs> yeah. Him and, Mary, him and Mary Jane go on vacation. Interesting. And he's gone for two weeks. And, and he just says, yo, take care of the city while I'm out? Yeah. All which right. Which is... I know they can't do it, or I'm not sure if they can't do it, but in the next Spider-Man game, I really want to see some other Marvel heroes in it. Like, they, they hint to him a lot, and I think that's just going to be so cool. Who do they hint to? Like, there's, they hint at Iron Fist, um, Daredevil, there's Avengers Tower in the game. Doctor Sh- the Sanctum, uh, Sanctum, Sanctum Centaurum is in the original game, too. Yeah, so they, they could put these characters in it, which I hope, I hope they do at some point. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, um, Miles Morales, he's really cool. He has uh, cooler spider powers than, than Spider-Man, and I look forward to keep playing. And then once I finish it, I'll let you know how, how I felt about the story. I like it, I like it, I like it. Um... So when you get your inevitably when you get your PS5, are you gonna then rebuy Miles Morales? Nah, I think I think I'll be good. It's the same thing as like when I'm sure they'll re-release The Last of Us two, two. It's like I don't need like because that's what I'm waiting. Once I get the PS5, then I'll get the uh, the Spider Man 2018, mm-hmm. and I'll get the Miles Morales game. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't need to play. I don't need to play them over, especially if my PS4 is right there. I'm not throwing out my PS4s You're when fine. I get a PS5. No, I'm not either. I'm not either. Yeah. I still got my PS3. Yeah, I still have my PS3. I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, I still play it. It's still great. The only thing, man, is where when I get my PS5, like where am I gonna put that shit? It's too big. Yeah. And but hopefully by the time I have a PS5, I'll be somewhere with more space anyway. I like I like what you're thinking. I I'll, I'll probably be moved out by the time I have a PS5. Oh wow! Excuse us. Excuse us. Word. What do you mean? I'm not. Uh, I'm proud of you. I don't plan on getting a PS5 until maybe next holiday season. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting one. I'm, I'm, I'm in no. I'm in no rush. Uh-huh. Until they start dropping like ill-ass exclusives, where like I need yeah. the cop. I'm gonna get it January. You know, it's also the fact that for me, January, yeah. I could play three different games at one time, and I don't have. They just resume automatically. They don't restart. Yeah. Like that's OD. But my whole thing is like. I don't feel like they put out that many great games anymore. Like you, like no, that, that's a fact. Like, like it's different for y'all. Y'all play like you play two K and Call of Duty. Like when y'all play online. I don't do that. Like I really play games for like you play one player games. Yeah, I play. Time. I play story. Like I play games with like good stories mm-hmm. and just like you like and Grand Theft Auto and shit like that. So like until those start coming out, I'm I'm in no rush. Now yeah, that's a fact. And honestly, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Um, most games I have brought recently were, were for Switch. It wasn't for Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's a big big fact, and yeah, I'm not gonna say what I want to say. I don't want I don't want to say it on air. Good, yeah, good. No, no, it's it's not it's nothing bad. It's just I don't, I don't. It's Xbox all day, baby. I can't talk. I can't talk. Ah, uh, yeah, I know you're going. Yeah. Just yeah, just stop. <laughs> um, is there anything you guys like to say to the people before we get out of here? Oh, um, breaking news: uh, Wonder Woman 1985 or whatever 1984. 1984. No, it's coming to theaters and to HBO Max on Christmas. Oh, HBO Max? Bad. Theaters and, and and at the same day? Yes, same day. So Christmas. you're going to have to buy it on HBO Max? I don't think so. I think you'll be able to stream it. R- really? So uh, they're going to make you... Either you pay to go to the theater or stream it for free? Yep. Gee, how about you? Anything you want to say to people? Um... It'll just be easy, man. Have an open mind. Be safe out there. Corona cases going up. Mm-hmm. Might have another shutdown. Wear your goddamn mask. I like it. Yeah, wash your hands, man. Jesus Christ. You don't wash your hands either, so you can't even say that. I don't. <laughs> and on that note, Shoelace just came on. Now, this once thing, again, this th- thing has been here for six months. It's been <laughs> six months. <laughs> and it's at the same level. Wait, what, what are you holding? What are you don't, hand sanitizer. Okay. Only person that uses it is me. <laughs> 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 I take this home. That's a fact, though. Nah, please don't take that. Uh... 
And on that note, you guys just came on. And once again, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and subscribe to us. And if you'd like to leave us some feedback, ask questions, or just say what's up, email us at thestoopkidspod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. Now, I'm Ralphie. I'm Kai. And it's G. And we'll see you on The Stoop next week. Peace.